alone by the message of an angel may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. Good afternoon. It is January 16th, 2023. This is the Good News Show as we talk about uh, the good stuff, all the the uh, cool things going on across North Texas in the Catholic world. And uh, we have an hour to do it every week. And during January and February, we also talk about the car raffle and uh, the things that are going on within uh, this station itself. And so welcome and glad you are joining us for the program today. Uh, I will say that in the second half of the program, uh, we have uh, a number of students from All Saints Catholic School in Dallas that are going to visit us. I want to thank uh, Viviana Stanford, uh, who is in charge of admissions there at All Saints. And uh, she. we've been doing this for a few years. They come in. Uh, we talk about Catholic school education uh, as we approach Catholic Schools Week, and we talk about uh, All Saints in particular and what's cool about it. And then they stick around, they do a video with Sissel, and so I wish more schools did that, uh, but it's something that I think Father Alphonse, when he was there, started up, and he's carried that over to Mary Immaculate uh, School as well, where he is now. Uh, so that'll be the second half of the show. First half, we're going to be talking about uh, all things car raffle and uh, just some of the parish talks and visits that we had this past weekend, where we're going this weekend, and uh, a few other things as well. So I've got, uh, my name is Dave Palmer, uh, host of this program, executive director of the station. Cecil Anderson is on the other side of the glass. How are you doing, Cecil? I'm doing very well. Busy weekend for you? No, I was siesting all, after, <laughs> all weekend long. I felt so bad, because I had a relatively light weekend <laughs> of parish talks compared to you and uh, but uh, Cecil was uh, really, really working hard, and we uh, have so many uh, pastors and uh, oh, yes. stories. Uh, Diane Xavier was out at uh, St. Anthony and Wiley on Saturday evening, and she's joining us in studio as well. How are you doing, Diane? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. And uh, William Kirkendall, our, our wonderful intern, uh, junior in high school, homeschool student, comes in twice a week to help us out with the live shows and a few other things, and uh, he is here as well. He's also handling social media. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook. All right. Yep. Well, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah. And so I, uh, I've known William's parents for a long time, and I was just talking to him about college. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well, because I uh, had a friend come in this past weekend who is a dean at the University of Mary up in North Dakota, and he brought his head of the philosophy department, and I got to go to a little meet and greet with him um, and some other parents. And so the whole, you know, I've got a senior in high school, and this whole process of trying to uh, select a college, whether it be a Catholic school or a public school, and uh, have their their faith and what kind of environment they're going to be in and what kind of what they're majoring in. It's a big, big. Uh, you know, process and mm-hmm. how, figuring out how to how to afford it, and so we're, we're, it's interesting because you know, I'm in my fifties. Diane, uh, I don't know if you want to give your age. But, I'm in my early forties. Okay, Diane's <laughs> in her forties. Uh, Cecil's in her twenties, and Williams in his teens, and so we have a, a very broad <laughs> range here. And so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But uh, before that, uh, I want to just mark that it is uh, Martin Luther King Day, and a lot of Martin Luther King Jr. I should say. 
And a lot of people, a lot of offices are closed today. Um, I was a lot of parades at, going on. Yeah. yeah. So the, one in the, Dallas? I believe so. I'm and, sure there is, yeah. And not only that, but like, uh, I know in Fort Worth they had a mass, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. mass, which oh, was celebrated. Weekend, it? Yeah. It yeah. Was last weekend. And so uh, we, um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so we just from Mark, uh, I don't know how many years, uh, he, he, I think he uh, was assassinated in 1968 in mm. Memphis, I think that was. I think so, so yeah. It's been uh, a long time. Uh, and um, yeah, I had a chance to talk to my, my daughter about his legacy and what, what he did and, uh, and, and all that. So, uh, so everybody, uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. And uh, yeah, and the, the Fort Worth Diocese had an MLK Mass at St. Michael's what, yeah, last what, weekend. Yeah, Diane was mentioning. Yes, yeah. Bishop Olson celebrating. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was already thought, thinking about the next <laughs> thing I was going to say, so I'm sorry, Diane. Uh, also, it's uh, my mom's birthday. Happy and, birthday uh, to her. I, I won't Happy say birthday, her age, uh, but she's... <laughs> That's a wise choice, Dave. Yeah, but uh, she's... But she looks uh, great. She's I a mean, sprightly yeah. uh, lady, and you'd be, you'd, you would think she was 20 years younger than she is. I agree. She's so vibrant and full of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, happy birthday to her, and uh, may uh, we all celebrate my mom's birthday, <laughs> however you feel appropriate. <laughs> I mean, pull out the margaritas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the car raffle. We are two weeks into it now. Our second it's only weekend. Been two weeks. <laughs> I know. It seems like a long time, doesn't it? It uh, does. Uh, but yeah, like I always say, once we get into it, I, I enjoy it because oh, it's, it's so just very, fun. very busy. It's one of those things where I always feel like I, I, I'm doing exactly what I need to do because it's so busy and we're very focused on the car raffle. But we had an opportunity this past weekend uh, to visit five parishes and uh, Cecil and Diane and I all visited different parishes. And so we'll kind of uh, tell our reflections of, of our time there. Uh, we were at St. Elizabeth Anseton Parish in Plano, Father Bradley, uh, Mary Wojcik, I think is her name. Thanks to the, for them. Uh, and we had, uh, you know, Joseph and Stephen and Dan and Jerry. We have so many volunteers that help us with this effort. Four mm-hmm. volunteers just at that one parish went out there uh, over the weekend. So thanks to them and thanks to Father Bradley for allowing us to come out. Uh, St. Anthony Parish in Wiley. I do want to thank Mike Cole. He's the one that, that set it up. Also, Christina Dodd went out and gave, uh, did the, the mass yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you went, Diane. Uh, oh, yeah. So what, 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 were you, what, what happened out there? Well, one of my, uh, he wasn't from my graduating class. But he went to my high school. He's like, you're Diane Xavier. You, I went to North Garland with you. I'm class of 97. So he and remembered I, you from high school. I'm like, whoa. You know, and I look completely different now than I did in high school. But he was so nice and kind. He's like, yeah, face. He goes, you went to A&M. I'm like, how do you know all this stuff about me? He's like, oh, I researched you on GRN. You know, I follow, I listen to Guadalupe Radio and I follow you all. And I hear about you all the time on there. So I just want to buy any tickets. Oh, yes, he did. He did, <laughs> he did support the station. <laughs> That's good. He's got two beautiful, uh, kids and a wife and you know it's just great you know because i mean yes i went to a&m and stuff but i'm more closer to my high school um friends and classmates than i am to my college friends and classmates i don't know why yeah you know? well there's something about high school yeah yeah something about high school because we're more like you know in community wise we do more things together like football games and mm-hmm. you know yeah, different so organizations and stuff so did you get a chance to see father uh, father densmore the, uh, yeah the he, i did talk to him but they had a visiting priest from Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, okay. Say the homily, and that's he introduced cool. himself to me, and he's like, he was just saying, well, that's outstanding that you're doing, you know, that you, are, he mentioned Mother Angelica, that you're doing our work, spreading the good news. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, so thanks to Father Densmore and for everybody allowing us to go out there. We also were at uh, St. Thomas Aquinas in Pilot Point. 
None of us went there, but I do want to thank, uh, gosh, Diane Redman went for the morning masses, and then uh, we had uh, Rick Strickland go out there. And so Father John Martin is the pastor there, and I went on their website this morning, and it said they're having a going-away party or, you know, I guess celebration uh, for Father John Martin on January 28th of this month oh, wow. and do you know why they would pick january 28th i'm just guessing but i think i think i i, I think this is i'm right uh, on about this one. i have no idea oh sissel the uh, co-host of back to the father doesn't know january oh, 28th. Okay. i knew that yeah it's the saint <laughs> thomas it's, uh, yeah yes. and that, of course that's their parish name and so I, i'm guessing it's it's that there's a tie in there so uh father john martin thank you so much i'm not sure if you're retiring or you're moving to another parish or what the situation is but uh, everybody if you live in pilot point get out there and uh, give a good farewell to Father John Martin, at least from your parish, but I'm not sure what his situation is. Uh, and then uh, there's St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Flower Mound, uh, just a legendary parish. Father Raymond McDaniel, uh, so, so grateful. Uh, uh, Sarah, the, 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 the lady that we, we always arrange these with. And so Cecil mm-hmm. went to all the masses, Woo-woo. every single one over the weekend. And that's yes. what, what six masses six was masses. it? Six masses. One more mass than last year because we've yeah. grown. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're adding masses just to drive you up the wall. They're like, right? how many more masses should we get Cecil to go to? Yes. No, it was, it's always lovely to go to your home parish, you know, and give, uh, a talk and be able to chat with everybody um but also because st phillips like you've mentioned dave is just legendary it's a very generous parish they are just always all in on these kind of things um and so i got to talk with a lot of different people i had some fantastic volunteers because st phillips is one of those parishes where i could not do it by <laughs> myself mm-hmm. um you know uh, because there's just you look up and there's a line yeah. of people and, and and yesterday what the weather wasn't like amazing it was a little windy <laughs> but everyone just was very patient and uh, wanted to get their raffle tickets. So I uh, well, definitely want to thank my sister, Toba, and my friend Piper, and our volunteer, Jennifer Disco, who all came out and helped. And sometimes there was all four of us at certain masses, and even then we had a line, Dave. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, there was a, a volunteer that wanted to p- p- possibly start doing sa- raffle sales yes. tickets for us. And by the way, we're always looking for uh, folks that like to speak and visit parishes. And I will say, the, the people that help us almost always come back and some of these folks have been doing it since day one. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at people like Steve Gleason and Jennifer and Rick and uh, Joseph and Stephen and uh, probably missing somebody. Uh, uh, but uh, Rob Broll, I mean, they've been doing this for seven, eight years. I mean, they have, and, yes. and they, they love it. And, they, and they, we could not do it without them. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, so you know, it's funny. We always say it's St. Philip's is generally number one. Yes. Uh, St. Francis of, of Assisi and Frisco is one year generally, was, yeah, one know, year they took they the crown. Help. I'm trying to think who's, who's and Saint Philip took that personally, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Every single time since that time, I when I give my talk, I always mention that we were almost always on top. Everyone, mm-hmm. and I'm like, just want to see if it, like yeah, any right. of y'all are competitive. I have people come to the table and they're like, this will this will be entered. We'll be this will you know drive up the numbers for Saint Philip's, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yes. and yeah, you have people buying 25 tickets. <laughs> yeah, I had several people buy 25 tickets. So yes, very big generosity going on in that parish. I, I love it, and it's all I love the the thing about love about car raffles. It gets a whole whole bunch of people of all different ages coming mm-hmm. over and learning more about Catholic radio, uh, you know. So. Yeah, we had a guy, very first sale that I did, he bought 75 tickets, $1,500 worth. This guy happens to go to St. Francis of Assisi, but he didn't buy it in... Perfect. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's from that parish, right, 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 but he didn't buy it the weekend of the car sale. So. Fantastic. I love that uh, man even more. <laughs> yeah, so uh, thanks so much. I mean, oh, and, and you know, um, 
uh, St. Philip uh, the Apostle Parish in Flower Mound, they're getting a big pipe organ, yes. right? Yes, it's going to be a very exciting next couple of months at St. Philip's because we actually have to shut the the physical church down entirely um, when they're installing this new organ. And it's going to be a beautiful, it's going to sound amazing, uh, but it's such a sensitive process that no one can be in that in the sanctuary. Yeah. And so I think we're going to be in a tent outside for Mass, uh, but that's happening in just a couple of weeks. It's the end of January for the first few weeks of February, so hopefully we can do some sort of cover of that and tell you a little bit more about it, because that's not something you hear every day about a Catholic church in this area is a new pipe organ I being know, installed. I know, that's very exciting, and we, we want to cover it. I mean, they, Sarah Fritcher had asked if we'd cover it, and, uh, and I will say, you know, we will do anything within our, our reason for any parish uh, in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, Tyler, uh, and, you know, we just don't discriminate if you're not one of the ones that lets us come out and sell raffle tickets. But I'll tell you, when there's a parish like St. Phillips and they say, hey, will you, would you mind doing this? <laughs> we're like, we're yes. like, yes, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're there. And, and so, uh, we're so grateful, uh, uh, for all these parishes. And so, uh, Father McDaniel and Sarah and all the good folks there at, uh, uh St. Philip, thank you very much. Now I want to talk about my visit to St. Mary's in Ooh, Sherman. Yes. Uh, now, St. Mary's is very interesting. Uh, I was thinking, sometimes I forget which parishes I've been to, but as I go, rolled over there yesterday, I thought, you know, I don't think I've been here before. Oh. And if I had, it's been a long time. But you, you get, you go on Travis Street in Sherman and you're driving down the road and they've got St. Mary's Church on the right, assuming you're going in that direction. And then uh, across the street, they have St. Anne's. Yes. And yes. so they've got two churches. And I, do. I, I, you know, I've been told the story before of why that's the case. Yes. But uh, the 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 mass was at St. Anne's, and so St. Mary's and Sherman's masses are actually at St. Anne's. I think it's because of a space street. issue. I think they outgrew St. Mary's or something I, like I that. Think so. I think that's yeah. what it was. It, it's Father. Um, Father Martin. Yeah, Martin, Martin Castaneda. Yes, who told us that story. So I, you know, I'm always, you know, when I show up for a Mass, you're always wondering, you know, how the reception's going to be. And is the priest excited that you're there or is he just kind of tolerating you or whatever? <laughs> so I, I get there and I'm greeted by an usher and very, very friendly in, in the narthex. And I told him why I was there. Of course, this was late last evening. So we'd already had several Masses there and other volunteers had been there. And so he said, oh, well, you know, Father Martin had been on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, but he said... Father Merlito is saying the Mass tonight. So uh, he said, I'll go and t- take you over to Father Merlito. And so I go over there by the sacristy, and Father Merlito is there, and he looks at me, and he said, Oh, hello, welcome, you're from Guadalupe Radio. And this warm, you know, oh. handshake, and, you know, it just, it just all of a sudden you feel so welcome. You know, like, you're not a burden. They actually are really excited that you're there. Oh, that's awesome. And he said, yes, you're going to make an announcement at the end of Mass. And it, it, I just he couldn't have been nicer. And then when I was selling tickets at the end, he stayed till the very end, and he was, you know, talking, and he even said, when are you on the radio? And I said, Father, I'm on at noon tomorrow. And I'm going to be talking about you. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so hopefully hope, he's listening. I hope Father's listening right now. But uh, he's from uh, the Philippines and uh, just a, a joyful man. And I, I love Father Martin. He just ha- wasn't there because he had just gotten back from his uh, Holy Land pilgrimage. Uh, so I didn't see him. But uh, Father Marlito, I, I, all I could think of was just, just a priest who loves his, being a priest. That, that's the impression you get. He just loves being a priest. He loves people. He loves say, celebrating Mass. And so, uh, very, very grateful for to him. So I think that, that those are all the masses from this past weekend. Uh, this coming week, we chill have, weekend, right? Uh, and chill weekend weekend. Yeah, right. Not much uh, happening. This weekend, uh, St. Elizabeth and Keller, St. Andrews and Fort, St. Andrew Parish in Fort Worth, St. John the Apostle Parish in North Richland Hills, 
uh, St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton, St. Michael the Archangel Parish in McKinney. That's, we're finalizing confirmation on that, but I think we're going there. And Sacred Heart Parish in Munster. So thanks in order to Father Flynn, Father Jim Gelati, Father Jack McCone, Father Sushil, Father Jet Garcia, and Father Joe Keating. All right? A lot of priests. Because if these priests didn't didn't allow us to come out, we ain't going out. Exactly. So, so it's 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 a great uh, it's a great blessing that they they allow us. And we got three remotes this week. <laughs> do we? I was going to take the week off personally. I don't know what y'all are up to, but no, we do. And, and these are some these are some pretty awesome remotes too. They're all of our remotes are really awesome. But we're starting tomorrow. Yeah. First one. Yeah. And at the Knights of Columbus office in Hearst, I believe is the actual city that it's in. Uh, Chris Stark. Was over there and always welcomes us in. And it's always nice because we get to be in their nice big conference room, and uh, it's really lovely. And we'll have it's a well, the car raffle broadcasts are always great because it's a great time to buy tickets because usually we have a little mini drawing where you can win another prize and you have a really good chance of doing that if you call in during that hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so that'll be tomorrow during the ten o'clock hour, and then Wednesday, uh, you know, kind of like the Saint Philip the Apostle of live remotes, <laughs> wouldn't yes. you say? Yes, I would agree. Uh, this is my mutual mortgage of great. Fine, Bob and Bob and Norma Duane. I mean, for many years, as long as I can remember, I mean, they just do it perfectly. They, uh, they, first of all, they typically, and I don't want. They haven't said they're doing this this year, but what they've done, you know, in the past is everybody who buys five tickets for a hundred dollars, they add one. Yes. Okay. So I, again, I don't know that they're doing this, but that, that's what they typically do. They typically get some like Visa gift cards, and they do a darn little raffle at the end. Uh, and they, they always line up guests, typically from Good Shepherd Parish in Colleyville, and they have like a crowd there, and it's, it's, they in encourage their... people to come out and buy your tickets physically there in Grapevine. Uh, usually they have food for everyone who comes in too, so it's just a party, honestly, for an hour, Dave. <laughs> great guests. It's a great hour of broadcasting, and we always get tons of phone calls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the biggest ones, uh, the, probably the biggest live remote we ever have every year. So, anyways, we'll be there Wednesday during the one o'clock hour. My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine. They're sponsors. They're very, very generous. And so please, if you need mortgage, uh, any help with your mortgage, uh, please consider them first. And uh, then on Friday, 10 o'clock, uh, we did this one time before. We're yes, going to go out to Forney, Texas. Whoop, whoop. And uh, Alejandra's gift shop. Uh, this is all Olivia Franklin. She's, she's the one that uh, met, uh, arranges this. And how would you describe Alejandra's gift shop? Uh, just- actually, I'm just going to pull up right now their, their logo because it describes it better than I ever could. But basically, it's jewelry uh, and Mexican crafts. And she, um, so it's Irene Sierra who is the owner, and Alejandra is her daughter. So it's Alejandra's gift shop. Um, they get a lot of things from Mexico, some beautiful things. Have you ever seen our volunteer, Olivia Franklin, walking around in her Our Lady Guadalupe poncho. I also have one of them. They're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of cr- beautiful original gifts, you know? Just uh, And also, they serve, they have food there as well. It's a really, really cute little place. There's hats. I always love the hats. I did buy a hat last time. <laughs> I might have to buy another one. Um, but just, yeah, all sorts of gifts for anybody, really, I think is how you describe it. Uh, but we love supporting uh, a small business like hers, and she is going to offer up a um a bag gift bag to somebody mm-hmm. whoever you know we're going to raffle that off at the end of the hour and i'm sure it's going to be a fantastic thing is that confirmed or is yeah, it, no, I, it I might be jewelry, jewelry? okay I was this is going to be a gift with bag. olivia actually okay okay all um, right 
yes, yes, yes. She was saying there's jewelry and maybe some other things thrown in there as well. Yeah, so, so you have uh, five chances to win the car if you get $100 worth, and then also a chance to win that, that bag of uh, goodies from Alejandro. So uh, that's just this week. Three live remotes, uh, six uh, parishes <laughs> this weekend. And, you know, I, I totally forgot that we need to talk about, and I know, Sissa, you weren't able to go there, but the March for Life. Yes, oh uh, my this goodness. This past Saturday in Dallas, I went, um, and it was so cool because I got to bring my uh, 14-year-old daughter, Mara, and we didn't, they didn't, we didn't go to the, the, the youth event, but we got there right as Mass was starting, mm. and we had to sit over in like the spillover room at the cathedral and watch it on the big screen. But I, I tell you, I just love that event because there, there's so much joy and always run into so many people that I knew. I had oh, a chan- yeah. chance to say hello to, to Bishop Burns. Bishop Burns gave a, a very, very uh, good homily about the fact that, you know, the Dobbs decision overturned uh, Roe v. Wade, but that doesn't mean the, the, the fight is over and we got to keep keep fighting for, you know, the dignity of every human person. And uh, so, um, gosh, saw the Knights of Columbus, saw James Whitman, saw Angela and Bob Walters. I mean, Jerry Jacob. I mean, it's just, it's so fun. My to, sister. You saw, uh, oh, yeah, I saw, yeah, saw Toba. Yeah, <laughs> yes. of course. I was like, where's Sissel? Uh, I was supposed to be on that bus. It, I just decided after, with six masses at St. Phillips, it probably was not wise if the bus broke down on my way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they had these, me- these uh, I presume, Mexican dancers Yes. Uh, that yes. were, that, but, yes. but they were they were all like in 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 costumes. Yes, and it it, it looked different than the one I typically had seen. But they were like drums, and I mean it was like a big celebration, and people were singing and dancing and celebrating. And uh, Susan Platt told me, I'm pretty sure Susan told me that there were, she thought there were six thousand people there. Wow, that's I don't awesome. I don't know what the the official number count was, but I think that's what she told me as we were walking out. So I saw her. Uh, and um, and Reg, so it was great. So congratulations to the CPLC and Texans for Life and all the other organizers of that because that was uh, a, a really a really big success and it was it was a lot of fun to be out there in downtown. Last year it was snowing at the end of the of the rally. Oh yeah, that's this right. year it was like like. It was like perfect weather, really. Degrees. Yeah, it was, it was like beautiful room weather. Yeah, yeah, no, no sacrifice at all. No, not at all. Um, That's so, so awesome. You didn't go, didn't you, William? Mm-mm. Okay, yeah, but uh, they, yeah, a lot of people. So, all right, let's just kind of close out here. I noticed that our uh, students from All Saints have just arrived, and so we're going to have them on after the break. But uh, let's talk about uh, this whole college thing because this hmm. this is kind of interesting. I, it's kind of personal for me, as I mentioned. I got a, a senior in high school and. I think over the years, trying to discern college has changed a lot. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a, a graduated Jesuit in 1985, and I don't remember being all that stressed about it. Uh, had somebody come and visit our school. And, mm-hmm. and actually, I asked my our, our, the counselor, the advisor at school, like, hey, you know, what do you recommend? Hey, have you ever thought about Hendricks College in Arkansas? Small, you know, it's a good school. Oh, okay. Go visit. <laughs> like, and I went. I like, mean, that's cool. And that was it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and I, I don't, I think I probably could have put more thought into it, but compare that to somebody like William, who's a junior. And you've already put a lot of thought, and I'm sure your parents as well, into yeah. this, right? So what's, oh, yeah. what's been your process of uh, discerning uh, <clears throat> a, a college to attend in two years? Yeah, I mean, I, I started thinking about it. I mean, I've, I've been thinking about college since, like, eighth grade. I mean, like, I originally wanted to go into the film industry. Uh, I was thinking of, like, um, what's that college in California? Oh, uh, St. Jamie, oh, too. John yeah, Paul the John Great Paul too, yeah. to, you know, do directing, producing, acting, something like that. 
that's kind of shifted since then. I'm kind of thinking a little bit more of like the business politics side, M- maybe still entertainment. I, if I did entertainment, I'd go into a music major um, or like a broadcasting major at a, at a different college. So mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for a, for a long time and it's just kind of like, I'm still thinking about it. Probably no final decisions till next year, but yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I mentioned before that uh, my my friend who's one of the deans at University of Mary in North Dakota came down and he made an interesting point. Uh, he said that 85% of the students that visit Mary end up at Mary. Wow. And I know like wow. our daughter went to Benedictine and visited and that was, she loved just being there. I think you, you yeah. got to go on the campus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, and, and I think, I think you should go on several campuses yeah. and just, cause I think you just have to be there. You mm-hmm. can't just look at pictures. So, yeah. so, so your, your route, you ended up at a junior <laughs> college, right? After I did homeschooling? absolutely yeah. none of, nothing like that. Yeah. I didn't visit one university. So I, at 16, once my mom had gotten my sister kind of situated in college, she looked at me and I was like, uh oh. And she, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, I hated the attention on me. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Cause I had a lot of artistic interests and she just kind of stared at me and she's like, all right, so, so what are you going to do? And actually, you know, for a while, uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but for about a year, I was going to go into EMT uh, training. That was my Mm. career path for a while. And then because my mom just really wanted me to choose something and have a plan. And so I was like, okay, I've always really respected EMTs and firefighters. I'll go that route. And then I decided not that was not the best calling for me. So um I, because I was going into arts, wanted to go into arts, my mom knew that I would need to get a portfolio together if I was doing, you know, physical art. And uh, I, I just didn't want to go to college, to be completely honest. And she knew that. And But she also knew that if I didn't go to college, because when you do art, you don't have to you necessarily go to college or the kind of, or film and things like mm-hmm. that. But you have to be a very, very driven person to do it on your own, you know? <laughs> and my mom saw me at 16 yeah. was like, you're not driven enough to do this. And so she came up with a compromise. She's like, hey, I found this program that's two three years at a junior college that looks like it's gotten pretty good reviews for uh video technology you should do that and so basically from 16 on i knew what i was 16 17 ish i knew what i was going to be doing um it was just kind of like i had to settle on something mm-hmm. and then i ended up here so <laughs> and, and that's the thing you know our uh the counselor at my daughter's school said you know the the guy the count the, the, the admissions people at universities really would rather hear from the student than the parent mm-hmm. because if they hear from the parent they're not 100 percent sure the mm-hmm. kid actually wants to go there Especially when you're talking about that kind of commitment. You yeah, know what I mean? A four-year yeah. commitment. It's a lot of money usually. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the money and also just the influence. Uh, most people, I mean, a lot of people, let's just say, who are going to get married are going to meet their future spouse during those four years. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's pretty high. So mm-hmm. just think about it just from that perspective of Putting somebody, and I, I, I believe it's best to put somebody in a very Catholic environment because yeah. the, the, the pool is, you know, probably richer. <laughs> Better, of, of, yeah, you for, know, for, not that they're going there just to meet their sure. spouse, but it often happens that way. And then it just the influences and that kind of thing. So it seems like, but, but kids have different personalities. And William sounds like the kind of guy that, I don't know, that you're, you're take charge. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing this yourself. I'm sure your parents are helping, but yeah. it sounds like even if they weren't, you, you, you're in. I would say been, so. Yeah, you've been, you've been thinking it. about this yeah. since eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Diane went to A and M. Yes. Whoop. What, what was your uh, your your uh, decision <clears throat> process? Well, A and M was not my first choice. My dream school was 
the university, the University of Mizzou at Columbia, because they had a great broadcasting program. But my overprotective mother did not want a single young lady like me going out of state. So she's just like, just go to A&M with your sister. And I said, I just remember being very sad, but I accepted. And I'm like, and then you know, they have a great campus ministry program there. Did you care at that time? I mean, were you looking for a Catholic environment? You know, I remember that summer, I'm like, I want to get closer to God. And I remember Googling like the local Catholic campus ministry there and I was um looking through the website and when I went there I remember the first day I attended adoration and I remember feeling the presence of Jesus Christ that was my first like you know encounter with adoration and I remember right after adoration like all these students they just came up to me and introduced themselves I'm like wow these people are really nice here and when I wouldn't show up to daily mass some of my um Catholic, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, peers would be like, "Where were you?" No, <laughs> so they, accountability. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was just awesome, and you know, uh, but I loved A and M, and I'm so happy that I graduated from there. Even though I had my own plans, and but I'm glad to be an ag, and I'm glad I grew stronger in my faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, so yeah, and William, you mentioned a lot about uh, prayer and the things you're choosing. So, yeah. well, what do you, as a, clearly a guy that takes his faith seriously, look at in a college as far as the the, the the Catholicism and you know what what would be the things that you would be looking for in a college and in that regard? I would, I, I think probably the number one thing would be to have a holy and a sacred mass that I could go to a lot, mm-hmm. like UD. Um, I'd be really close to modern day anyway. Yeah. That's our parish. So um, it would work out like Benedictine. I'd want to make sure that the mass is, you know, sacred and that we're, that we're um, kind of doing it more in like a traditional style. Like yeah. those are kind of like the first things that I do, not just like when I'm thinking of colleges, but like when I want to go anywhere, like I'd make sure there's a church around there uh, that, that actually is, is not like a crazy clown mass, but like mm-hmm. actually, um, Keeps the yeah, mass holy, yeah. reverent, yeah, and everything. Yeah. That's that's like the number one thing I look for. And yes, of course, a good uh, Catholic community and everything like that. Those are that's the I yeah. Mean, what it's I think interesting. About yeah, because I, I think most people, uh, you know, your age or seniors, if they're looking for a good Catholic college, it's typically UD is in the mix, mm-hmm. and then something like Benedictine, maybe mm-hmm. Franciscan. Yep. Uh, you know, you marry, you know, I, some, you know, you know, John Paul II, you mentioned mm-hmm. that, John Paul II the Great, yep. uh, maybe Christendom, Ave Maria. Christendom, yeah. There's a, I mean, a I, I think, you know, 20, 30 years ago, there weren't that many choices. People right. were like, mm-hmm. I, I got to go to Notre Dame or Georgetown. <laughs> right. A lot of times, and to the, the these schools, people, like faithful Catholics don't even consider them any longer. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's very funny, though. In my family, all three of us kids went such very different routes. My sister went to a state school and wasn't even Catholic for half of her college career. I went to community college. My brother's going to UD, you know, so yeah. we went very, I mean, very often, different routes. Yeah, how often you hear somebody say, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying between Georgetown and Boston College or, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, and, and the, you could probably find very good people, good professors there. In fact, I know I know somebody, I know, you know, Dr. Peter Craved taught at Boston College. Oh, yeah. Still does, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so anyways, it's, it's, it's. Um, anyway, interesting conversation. So thanks, y'all, for yeah. the, the input. Uh, we have got to take a break. We're going to take a three-minute break, and then we're going to come back and introduce you to three of what they call the ambassadors from All Saints Catholic School in Dallas. Also, Viviana Stanford, who's in charge of admissions there. Get a little inside peek at uh, what it's like at a Catholic school in um, in the Dallas Diocese and also admissions and 
Uh, one of them uh, is either going to sing for us or we're going to play audio of her singing. And so she's very talented. So we'll get to know these good uh, uh, students here in just a moment after a brief break. We'll be back with the Good News Show. Are you grieving the loss of a loved one? St. Monica Church in Dallas will be starting their grief support group again this January. They will have sessions in both English and Spanish. The English session will meet every Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. starting January 25th. The Spanish session will be every Tuesday, also from 7 to 9 p.m., starting January 31st till April 4th. Come get the healing you need. Visit saintmonicachurch.org. That's S-A-I-N-T, monicachurch.org. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. I'm Dr. Joe Poyman with Texas Alliance for Life, inviting you to join thousands from across the state at the Texas Rally for Life on Saturday, January 28th at the Capitol in Austin. We'll celebrate the ending of the terrible Roe v. Wade decision that claimed the lives of more than 60 million unborn babies through abortion, and we'll promote the vast resources Texas provides for moms and babies throughout our state. We'll gather at 1 p.m. in downtown Austin and march to the Capitol for the rally at 2. Get more information at TexasRallyForLife.org or call 512-477-1244. This is Tony Beshera. My wife Chris and I own Babbage and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999 or you can find us on the web at Babbage, B-A-B-I-C-H dot com. All young adults 18 years and older are invited to join Bishop Edward Burns and Father Ignacio Oliveira as part of the Diocese of Dallas delegation to attend the World Youth Day 2023 in Lisbon, Portugal. The event takes place July 29th through August 7th. Join pilgrims from around the world as they hear from Pope Francis and his message of hope. Events include a tour of Fatima, Portugal, catechesis sessions with bishops from around the world, mass, and Eucharistic adoration. For more information and to sign up, visit Dallas at wyd.org. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, a proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm excited to announce the start of a new organization, Good Counselor Careers. We are dedicated to helping high school students make the transition from high school to the next phase of their life. Whether that direction is in business, academia, trades, religious life, military, or even a gap year. Through our many resources, your teen will define their interests and values to develop a keen understanding of how they can find God's plan for them. More information can be found at goodcouncilcareers.com. All right, we're back, and uh, this is a good news show here on KTH 910 AM. Uh, don't forget uh, that we are on social media. I don't know if you all know that or not, but uh, uh, um, uh, William has uh, got us on Facebook, on the DFW Facebook page. So if you want to see behind the scenes and these cool ambassadors from All Saints Catholic School in Dallas, well, uh, go ahead and uh, go to the DFW page and go ahead and subscribe, and uh, you can even post things on there as, as well if, if you'd like on the DFW page. We used to kind of get an update on how many 
uh, people we have on there, but it's in the hundreds, so that's, so that's pretty cool. All right, All Saints Catholic School for several years now has uh, blessed us by bringing uh, some of their what called ambassadors uh, to the studio. And uh, boy, you should see how sharply dressed they are. If you're on the Facebook, you'll, you'll see that. They got their blazers on and ties and uh, very, very uh, sharp looking students. And uh, also, I want to thank uh, Viviana Stanford, who has been a, a dear friend for many, many years. And uh, I knew her late husband, Richard, very well as well. And she is Director of Admissions uh, at All Saints School. And so, uh, and their their website is um, allsaintsdallas.org slash school. And so, uh, Viviana, I'll start with you. Welcome. Thanks for coming in again. Thank you so much for having us, Dave. It's my pleasure to be here. Have we done this uh, three years now, or how long has it been? Three in I a row? I think it may have been three in a row, and it's always a great pleasure for me to bring some of our shining students to this program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are shining. And so let me, uh, I'll just say their names, and you can give me a little information about how these three in particular were chosen. Sure. Uh, Izzy Sir Miller is uh, to my left here, and uh, she's the one. Uh, that's going to sing for us. And I heard a, a clip of her singing in, in, in a church and it, it really beautiful voice. So, uh, she's going to sing here shortly. And also Lucas Gonzalez and Carolina Stanford, uh, is here as well. They're all eighth graders and they're all ambassadors. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about these three in particular and what, what's an ambassador? Oh, sure. So the student ambassadors, they help to, um, promote the school in many events, particularly for open house events. They give tours to prospective families and they also serve as shadow buddies for new students. And I selected these three students in particular because they really embody what All Saints has to offer. Um, combined, the three of them are in, involved in 27 activities. Oh. And, um, I have, um, one of them, maybe you guys can guess, one of them is a two-time math state champion. Mm. The other one is a singer. I guess maybe we already know the answer <laughs> of that one. Sort of the process of elimination right? here. <laughs> and the other one is a, a district winner for poetry and prose interpretation. Okay, so, so is the math champion? Is that Lucas? Are you are you a math champion? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh that that that's cool. And then uh, by process of preliminary elimination, district poetry interpreter champion, a district prose champion, uh, and that'd be Carolina. Okay, very okay. good. So maybe we'll have a chance to talk a little bit about that uh, as well. So sure. be, uh, before I, I get to them. Uh, so you see, you mentioned the ambassadors will be like the students who reach out to what new students or uh, the the young kids or uh, that's so important because I remember when when you're like a, a, a kindergartner or a second grader, the eighth graders are like, I mean, just they're, they're the bomb. I mean, they're they're just like <laughs> it's it's it, it, you know. You just look up to them so much, and when they're actually being nice to you and welcoming you, it, it means the world to these younger kids, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely, and and they do such a wonderful job welcoming all of our prospective families and new students. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. And I mentioned earlier that after we finish this, uh, the the ambassadors are going to get with Sissel, who has a film degree, and she's very talented and very creative. And you guys are going to do a video that I guess will end up on our Facebook page. And so I don't know what it's going to be about exactly, but uh, that should probably be posted probably by the end of the day. So to get, keep uh, track of our Facebook page, and you'll see these uh, three bright young students at work. So uh, thank you very much. Is something else you want to mention? No. 
Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll save it to the end. <laughs> okay, I know you're gonna. We're gonna bring you back in. So, uh, uh, Viviana, Mrs. Stanford gave me a great uh, kind of outline here, and let me go straight in order uh, and ask Lucas about. Uh, three-time Blue Ribbon recipient, and I trust that's is the school and not you, right? Yes, <laughs> okay. this is the school. So, so what does it mean to be a, a Blue Ribbon recipient uh, three times, I, I don't know, well, not in a row, but three times in the history of the school? Well, um, there's very few schools in the country that have three Blue Ribbons. The Blue Ribbon itself is given to the schools that are in the top 15th percentile, in standardized testing throughout the nation. And the award only happens every five years. So to be able to have a school, which was founded like around 25 years ago, it's a great like achievement to have three blue ribbons, which is something that very few schools who have been around longer can achieve. Yeah, and I, I think the, uh, it's, it's not just Catholic schools that get blue ribbons. This is something that's uh, all the schools. And I remember when I was out there broadcasting at uh, your, uh, I guess it was a fall festival, and I was talking to your president, and we were just kind of calculating the odds of, of, of a school like this. And it, it's, I mean, it's a huge distinction to get this three times. It's almost like unheard of. So uh, that says a lot about the the school, uh, All Saints Catholic School in Dallas. And so, uh, and I don't, I don't know if we've. Um, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to hear about your math um, achievement. Uh, can you mention that, or or what? Um, a two-time math state champion. Uh, what, so, what, what, what? How did you get that accolade? Um, I participate in different math competitions. The main ones are the PSIA and the Catholic Math League, which is yearly competitions. And last year in the PSIA competition, I got second place in the district and eighth place in the state for the category of math. But in the Catholic Math League, um, in fifth and seventh grade, I was the math state champion. And last year, I was third place in the nation for Oh, really? Third place in the category. nation from among all students your age? Yes. Wow. And then are your parents like mathematicians? Is this something genetic? Or do you just always, since you were a kid, just have, have a love for it? Or where, where, where do you think this came from? Obviously, it's a God-given talent, but cultivated <laughs> or, or do you kind of feel like I just... Well, just, my, I definitely think that my parents have helped tremendously in cultivating this talent that I've had. Um, I would have never thought like when I was in kindergarten or first grade that I would be able to achieve this. And my parents, they are extremely intelligent to me. Yeah. But I think the main part of them is giving the love and care that I needed to be able to have these talents that I have and to be able to turn them into something like these different achievements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just as a side note, I, I love philosophy and uh, a lot of philosophers were mathematicians. And then, uh, like, you know, Rene Descartes and some of these, uh, just interesting how those two, because there, there's absolutes and there's certainty and, uh, you know, within math. So that is really cool. So congratulations. I, I uh, well, so What much. an honor that you're here in studio, the, the, the third <laughs> uh, brightest math mind in, in, the, in the country. So uh, that is awesome. Uh, and that is uh, Lucas Gonzalez, eighth grader at All Saints Catholic School. And don't forget, if you want to learn more about All Saints Catholic School, you can go to All Saints Dallas dot org forward slash school and let's move on to uh so viviana has already told us about these eighth graders so we're going to move on to izzy uh izzy sir miller 
uh, talking about the the four pillars of yeah. the school. Tell us about those. Is so it? there's four different pillars, faith, academics, character, and service. So in faith, we start our day off and end our day in prayer every single day. And every single Thursday, or like a holy day of obligation, we have mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, such an important. So that that's the faith aspect, and and ending also ending the and starting the day with prayer. Uh, there's adoration opportunities yeah, we as well. Yeah, adoration at the start of the month. Every like the first Friday of every month, you can come in and they have adoration for about twenty minutes. And like just at the start of your day, you want to be with God. Mm-hmm. Start your day with God the the first Friday of the month. That is awesome. And then uh, Carolina, tell us about academics and character, two of the other pillars. Well, for academics, All Saints offers very small class sizes, so it's easier to be with your teachers and you can get the help that you really need. And we also offer an honors program that starts in fourth grade. And it's a unique opportunity that we also have is Mandarin, Spanish, coding, and robotics as part of everyone's schedule. Everyone takes Mandarin? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Wow. So up you guys, until, that's that's Chinese, right? Yes. But up until <laughs> fifth grade, you take Mandarin, and yeah. then you have to choose Mandarin or Spanish. Oh, okay. Okay. What should, have you all chosen? Uh, are you all taking uh, mm-hmm. Spanish or Chinese? I chose Spanish. Oh, Spanish? I'm in Mandarin. Okay. okay. I'm in Mandarin as well. Is that right? Okay. Is that a hard language to uh, to learn? Um, It seems hard as it, at a glance, but we have such a great teacher, so she makes it very easy for us. Yeah, and it's like symbols, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not where you look in Spanish, even if you don't know what you're saying, you can still read it. But you're looking at Mandarin, it's like, I don't even know what to say. This is a symbol. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, that, that, is, that, that is really cool. Um, uh, all right. And so, uh, and how about uh, character? Um, uh, let's see. The, the, did you mention about the character as well? No. Okay. So is that, uh, uh, the, 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 anybody want to talk about that? Uh, how how what, this um um, you know, the, the pillar of, of character, how is that implemented or helping you to, to be, you know, young people of strong character? How, how is that implemented at, uh, at All Saints? Well, at All Saints, we offer extracurricular programs like the Ambassadors where we can learn to serve the school while learning great communication skills. And we also offer Student Council, which you can run and be elected and you try to help build up your school and make it a better place for everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Very good. And uh, Lucas, uh, service is the fourth pillar. Tell us about that. Yes. So um, with the service, we hold many events through different um, extracurricular activities. So, for example, the Beta Club is um, the core of many of our service projects that we hold at the school. So in September, we... Um, uh, officiated the Pulsera project, which we've been doing yearly since about 2017. And all of the funds go to the people who made these Pulseras, which are colorful bracelets. They all go to Central America to the people who made them. And then this month later on, we're going to be hosting a basketball tournament, which will have a $5 fee at our school. And all of the funds will go to our past math teacher, which is now um, the co-founder of the Wind and Water Foundation, which helps build wells in Africa Mm. and Kenya. So we are really excited to just be able to give donations to them to be able to help these various groups who may be struggling in the world. 
Very good. All right, so those are the four pillars of uh, All Saints Catholic School, faith, academics, character, and service, as explained by our uh, ambassadors or in-studio uh, guests, Izzy Sir Miller, Lucas Gonzalez, and Carolina Stanford, along with Viviana Stanford, the admissions director as well. All right, Izzy, are you ready to sing for us? Uh, sure. And t- tell us uh, first about, I like what I said with uh, Lucas, about this talent for math and, of course, uh, I want to hear about your poetry as well, uh, to Carolina. But is this something that, you know, since you were a toddler, you just liked to, to sing? Or was it a cultivated talent? Yeah. Or how, how did how did, uh, how did how did this develop it with so, you? So, like, since I was little, my parents have, like, videos of me just, like, singing in the living room. But I, like, really started singing, singing in fifth grade when I went into theater. My theater teacher really helped me, and I found my voice with her. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, a, a choir at, at yeah. All Saints. You're so, able to, okay. Um, so in mass, I'm a canter in mass, like, and um, I get a, like, I don't canter every Thursday, like, we have, like, a lot mm-hmm. more, but yeah, I get to show my singing talents. Do you, do you, uh, obviously, if you're going to do this on the radio in front of uh, all of us, this is something that you feel very confident. Do you, do you get nervous at all when oh, you're cantering at yeah. all? No, so, so you're still a little bit nervous, Yeah, huh? I still get nervous, but, like, when I start singing, I don't get, like, my fears start going away. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to sing for us? Um, Hail Mary, Gentle Woman, but just like the first part. Okay. All right. Well, we're good. Well, thanks. Uh, so here it is. Izzy Sir Miller, eighth grade student at All Saints Catholic School in Dallas, uh, singing a great song about Our Lady. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Very nice. Thank oh, that you. is beautiful. Thank you so much for doing that. I, I, I admire that, uh, you know, you're doing that on the radio in front of a studio full of people, and it's a beautiful, beautiful voice. So thank, thank you, you for doing that. Uh, Izzy Sirmiller there. So, well, a singer, a math, a math, brilliant genius, and then also poetry. So, uh, Carolina, tell us about uh, District Poetry Interpreter Champion. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what, what does a poetry interpreter mean? Well, from a young age, I love telling stories to my many siblings, and I participate in PSIA, like Lucas. And in PSIA, I choose a piece from a book that I like, and I perform it in front of several judges, and so do other kids. And I have been chosen twice to go into the state competition, which I believe I've won sixth and fifth. Now, when you say, are you memorizing the, the, the poem and saying it out from memory or off a, a sheet? Or, or what exactly are you doing? So I have a sheet available, yeah. but I it's kind of like a one-act play. I act out every character, and I do all the voices, and I do hand motions and all this for the judges. Mm, okay, cool. And uh, so that, and you're fi- what, fifth and sixth in the whole state, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. Is there any um, that you've done? We're not going to ask you to do it on the radio, but anything that we might be familiar with or any plays that you've done that uh, uh, that, that you've done the last couple of years that we may know about? or what, um, what? Well, I like doing poet- poetry from the book Where the Sidewalk Ends. That's okay. always been a book I liked. And then 
I also do prose interpretation from an author named Gary Paulson, and I believe he wrote Hatchet, so I really like. And are you the oldest in the family of the child? I'm actually the youngest. Oh, you're the youngest. <laughs> okay, because you say you do this with your siblings, so they, they get to watch you, and you, you test mm-hmm. it out on them first before you go, before the judges. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, have you all uh, made up your decision about high school yet, or where you're going, or are you still discerning? Any of y'all want to say what your, your plans are for high school or even beyond, Izzy? So we've like all applied to our school, but we get our acceptance letter in March. Yeah. During spring break. Is that kind of nerve-wracking? Because I, I remember getting my, I went to Jesuit. I remember getting the acceptance letter for Jesuit. And it was a big deal because my <laughs> friends were all like, hey, I got my letter and I was accepted. And I was, I haven't gotten mine yet. And <laughs> is that kind of a nerve-wracking thing for y'all? Or where, where would you, are you, are you got any options? Or what are you going to apply for? Um, I'm applying to Ursuline and JP2. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, what um, about you, Lucas? I'm applying to Bishop Lynch or JP2. So... Okay, Carolina? I'm applying to just Ursuline, so hopefully I get in. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, you're just going to be living at home with your your mom, right? (laughs) Okay, well, I'm sure you guys will will do very, very well. And uh, are are you thinking singing and and math and poetry might be even a a career? Uh, Try to parlay this into a career, or or, or is that too too early to be thinking about that? Um, Personally... I would rather take a career in a different talent that I have, which is piano. Um, I feel like I'm definitely more passionate about that. Um, I obviously love being um, in math competitions, doing math, but I definitely feel like that is something that I could pursue as a career. And if, you know, I am able to possess the skills, I could go far. Yeah, interesting. So you would rather do piano than maybe engineering or something math-related, huh? Um, if I had the opportunity yeah. to, yes. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, uh, very good. Well, it's it's fascinating to meet all y'all and, uh, and share your stories uh, with our audience as well. And uh, let's talk about an open house coming up on January 29th, 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Um, Izzy, are you going to tell us about that? Yeah, our open house is this Sunday, and so it's where... Like, parents come in, and we show them our school. So um, I will be one of the ambassadors, so will Lucas and Carolina, and we'll just show around our school this Sunday. Um, like, And I believe it's the start of, all, like, Catholic Schools Week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All and, right, cool. Mm-hmm. So you guys are all going to be there and be dressed in your blazers yeah. and kind of uh, showing people around and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many? To- um, I'll bring uh, Mrs. Stanford, uh, Viviana, back in. Uh, how many ambassadors are there and uh, also, I'd, I'd, oh yeah, let's go ahead and answer that one first. How many are there in the school? We have 27 ambassadors. Okay. And mm-hmm. how big is the school itself now? Right now, we have 320 students. And that's a, that's a pretty big school, I mean, by Catholic uh, school standards, right? Yes. It, well, it's a medium size. Okay. Because um, one of the things that we pride ourselves in is actually small classroom sizes. So mm-hmm. 20 per class, 40 per grade. Um, that gives really an opportunity for all the students to have the attention that they deserve, mm-hmm. you know, when they're at the school. And what, uh, roughly speaking, what percent of the students are from the parish or are people coming in from outside? Or You know, we, we have the great blessing that our school is located just off of George Bush and Coit. Mm-hmm. So although I'm going to say maybe 50% of the students might be from the parish, um, our location allows for many families who work near the area to come and drop off their kids there. And it's been great. We've had um, so much interest. I would say it, the interest is growing 
because um, after we received the blue ribbon, <laughs> and I can even tell you like a little a little inside story. When we turned on the applications on November first at midnight at twelve thirty, I already got an application. So, so there was a, an immediate immediate interest uh, effect of it. Yes, yeah. and people from all all places come. We even have some families from Little Elm that come to our school. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, what's uh, you know? Here we are in mid January. You know, you've got the open house coming up this month. Mm-hmm. You know, for parents who are you know, looking for the fall is this is the time they really need to start thinking about this. Absolutely, don't they? this is the prime time. To, to start looking, and for those families that go through the admissions process, which is listed in our website, if they complete the admissions process by um, the last week of February, they'll receive an admissions decision letter by March 10th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And uh, tell us about tuition and, and uh, financial aid. I know that's always a concern uh, for, for, for anybody who wants to go to a Catholic school. Yes, absolutely. So we do offer financial aid. Um, that also requires an application of its own. All the details on our website. And the financial aid becomes available for families who have applicants starting at the age of kindergarten and up, mm-hmm. not for pre-K. Um, there is, the tuition has just recently been released. It's right around um, $9,500 for um, existing parishioners. And then we have a non-parishioner um, difference, which is, um, is also listed in our website. Um, but it's a great investment. You can see from just the few students that I have here, they have an opportunity to shine um, and to learn and have all the time that the teachers can dedicate to them to help them become the people that God wanted them to be. Yeah, and I, I don't know when I was in eighth grade, honestly, if I could have done what y'all have done today, just come onto a radio program and talk so eloquently and sing and talk about your talents. And so it's a real, um, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's awesome that you guys are confident enough to do that. So congratulations. You're Thank not you. only a, you know, a student, but one of your, your daughters here. So that, yes. that's cool. Uh, the youngest of your children. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <the youngest laughs> See how young one. I thought you were, that I thought she was your well, old oldest. Thanks, Dave. That makes us both young, then. That <laughs> makes us right. both young. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me just say this. Uh, we're about at the end of the, the program. But I, I always say I don't want anybody getting in the car, going home, and saying, gosh, I wish he had asked me about this. Uh, no pressure, but is there anything else any of you would like to say about All Saints or anything that we talked about before we let you go? Or do you think we've pretty much covered it all? Uh, Caroline, did you have anything else? Yes, we'd love to. To give you a tour at our open house. Okay. All right. Good. So anybody uh, just go to that website. And the open house is January 29th, uh, 10.30 to 1.30. So you got uh, several hours to go. Just kind of come and go. Do they need to set appointments or just show up? If possible, we'd love for them to register. But if not, we are happy to take walk-ins as well. All right. Uh, AllSaintsDallas.org forward slash school. You can look for uh, Miss Viviana Stanford, the admissions director. And I uh, do want to – did anybody else do – Marcus, do you have anything else you want to say? Um, I just want to say that this school is a wonderful school, especially being here from kinder through eighth grade. So I think it's a – Great place to be. Yeah, that's a good thing. Did, have all y'all been here since the beginning, or did you transfer in? Me or? and Lucas came from the beginning. Oh, wow. From from pre-K. All, no, from kindergarten. Kindergarten Pre-K all the way through. So you've had the same set of friends uh, yeah. for, yes. for uh, eight or nine years. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. And when did, did, did have you been there? When did you transfer um, in? I transferred in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay. All right. Well, good. So thank you so much, Izzy, Sir Miller, Lucas Gonzalez, Carolina Stanford, and of course, uh, Miss Viviana Stanford as well. Uh, this is uh, one of 
of our great, great schools in the Dallas Diocese, uh, allsaintsdallas.org slash school, allsaintsdallas.org slash school. And speaking of All Saints, um, I, I love Phil Muscat and uh, the, the, the whole staff up there and all the priests, and we are going to be out at All Saints on the weekend of February 11th and 12th, and we're going to make a little announcement and sell raffle tickets, and so we'll have representatives out there uh, that second weekend of February. So thank you very much you. Uh, for coming out, and uh, all you uh, great students, and thank you, William, for running the social media, and Cecil for running the board, and Diane for being a guest on the program. And um, for, um, yeah, so go to that website for All Saints, allsaintsdallas.org forward slash school. And if you want to help us with the car raffle, sell tickets, buy tickets, invite us out to your parish or your business, you can reach us at kath at grnonline.com. Is there anything else that we need to talk about, Cecil, or do we cover it all? I think we covered plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. All right. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. We'll be here next uh, Monday, God willing, for the next Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.